We are so excited that you are joining us today. We here at Royal Priesthood Ministries are dedicated and committed to teaching, equipping, and training men and women in the principles of God. These principles will free them from their past hurts, pains, frustrations, and confusions, helping them find love, help, forgiveness, peace, divine direction, and encouragement. Our senior pastor, Harold W. Britton Sr. and co-pastor Sherry Britton have answered the call that God placed on their lives. Let's hear what the Lord is saying through His vessels today. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, I want all of us to give God thanks. We all have so many things to give God thanks for. And hallelujah, our lesson when we get in to talking about the mercy and the grace of God, we'll see, amen, that we all have something to give thanks. Give thanks with a grateful heart. Give thanks to the Lord our God. Give thanks because he's given Jesus Christ, His love, gives thanks with a grateful heart and gives thanks to the Holy One. Give thanks because He's given Jesus Christ, His love.
You know, when we stand and we stand in unity and we stand together, guess what? We're stronger and better together than we are apart. Amen? So stand, fam. Stand. Stand in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. No matter what it looked like, sound like, or feel like, and see the great and mighty salvation of the Lord. Amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We are starting tonight, hallelujah, in on Wednesday Bible study in uh, Apostle John Eckhart. Hallelujah. Somebody else needs to just use a, a book. I think I got an extra one sitting there if they want to use it. There's one down there in the back. Uh, but it's called Deliverance and Spiritual Warfare Manual. So those of you who may want to order this book, please order it. It's by Apostle John Eckhart, and it's called Deliverance and Spiritual Warfare Manual. And I'm telling you, everybody needs one. Why? Because everybody needs to cast out some demons sometimes, somewhere, from yourself, your family, from business, from situations, things that come up. And, you know, self-deliverance is a good thing. And the thing is, take inventory on your own life. See where you need to. See where I need to. And I, I do a regularly check myself so I don't wreck myself. Amen. So I can stand on God's word. And hey, the demons got to come out. When you got a pure heart and you got a pure mind, guess what? They got to do what you say. But if you live in any kind of way, they might look at you. Amen. I, I remember one of the, I can't think of what his name is right now, but one of the, uh, 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 men of God, he said, uh, uh, he was, uh, trying to, uh, a person was trying to cast the devil out, and the devil told him, I ain't got to come out because you're doing this, you're doing this, and, you, and the devil started making the stuff that he was doing. I said, oh, no, uh-uh. So I said, Jesus, that's why I repent before I do anything. Make sure ain't nothing there. <laughs> amen. Because, hey, you don't want the devil calling you out on, on some stuff. Amen. Amen. So we can walk in deliverance. Amen. Does it mean we're going to be perfect heavens? No. But when we do miss it, let us be big enough. Let us be strong enough to say, you know what? I'm sorry. Please forgive me. You know, Lord, I ask you to wash and cleanse me and help me not to keep doing that. Thinking I can just keep on saying I'm sorry. You ever see somebody, they always repent and say they're sorry. They're they sorry. I mean, they're sorry in one way, but they ain't sorry in the right way. <laughs> Because, amen, when you start using the power of God, we should change. We shouldn't keep being in a certain place, amen? But we're going to get into this uh, spiritual warfare manual, and I tell you, I just was having myself a great time just studying it. And uh, chapter 1, uh, page 1, it says, Deliverance is an expression of God's mercy. Deliverance is an expression of God's mercy. You know, and it's, it's, it's awesome, awesome, awesome to uh, experience the mercies of God. And one of the mercies of God is that, and I, I just want to read just a little bit of this. Um, and I Googled, what is, mercy of, what is the mercy of God? Uh, to us. It says, but the greatest example of God's mercy is Jesus paying our debt on the cross like this parable. When, he, when we were truly uh, repentant, God showed his mercy and welcomed us with open arms. Amen. Of mercy. Also, it translated to love and, um, and it says God's love, God loves us and yearns for us to repent so he can extend his mercy. You know, when we don't repent, you know, it's really challenging for God to extend his mercy because, you know, even though he does anyway, for the most part, but he don't want us living like that. You know what I'm saying? Because if it wasn't for God's mercy, we all be hit and go to hell. But he loves us so much that uh, 
the Bible's example of God's mercy is. He sent himself in the, his own food, the flesh of his son, Jesus, to save us from our sins. Oh, we, and if it wasn't for the Lord, ooh, where would any of us be? Amen. And here it says, uh, Luke, in Luke 1, 68 through 72, Luke 1, 68 through 72, it says, Blessed is the Lord God of Israel, for he has, thank you Jesus, for he has visited and redeemed his people and has raised up a horn of salvation for us. Amen. And you know, it's so important for us to know that Jesus redeemed us from sin. Amen. And it's, it's important for us to accept that grace. Walk in that righteousness. Walk in that truth. And, um, and, it, and then it also says that thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I, I put the blood of Jesus over my eyes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. That his servant David as um, he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets who loved whose love, who loved us and uh, the world, that he delivered Israel, and that Israel should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all of who hate us to perform the mercy promise to us, to to us and uh, from our fathers to remember his holy covenant. You know, we are in covenant with God. And a covenant is an agreement between two people. And it was so awesome that uh, God made a covenant. I, I'm not going to go ahead of me of myself in here because it's going to say how God made the covenant. That he knew he couldn't trust man, so hey, he had to swear by his own self to make that covenant. Amen? It says, when Jesus came, he came to be judged. Uh, when Jesus came, he came to bring judgment. But he also came to, to, to bring mercy, salvation, deliverance, and healing which are all manifestations of God's mercy. I mean, his mercy for to save us, to deliver us, to heal us, to set us free. And that's why I was singing, give thanks, give thanks for what God has already done. A lot of times we're complaining and bickering and fussing and cussing and all a lot of things instead of giving God thanks. Thank him that he is saved and deliver us. Keep on thanking him till you see things shift. Keep on thanking him till you see things uh, manifest. Because he said he came. He came to bring deliverance. Amen. He came for healing, deliverance, salvation. And these are the manifestation of God's mercy. And it says sometimes we we think that our deliverance and healing are based on what we do <laughs> and don't do. And thank God that our deliverance and our salvation is not based on what we do. Sometimes we think, well, you know, uh, I really didn't live like I should today. Uh, it ain't based on what you did. It ain't based on what I did. Because we be doing a whole bunch of stuff that couldn't save us. We be trying to be saved by our own uh, self-salvation instead of the salvation that Jesus gave. You know, it's not predicated on what we do or don't do. He gave me salvation on what he did on the cross. 
He gave you salvation on what he did on the cross. Amen. And this is why sometimes people say, well, you know, I just can't live right. Honey, if it wasn't for the mercy and grace of God, none of us could. Amen. And we still be missing it a lot of times. But thank God that, hallelujah, there is power. And we begin to fast and pray, guess what? We can keep our tongue. Guess what? We can quit eating so much. Guess what? We don't have to smoke, drink, get high, and have illicit sex outside of marriage. Why? Because the power of God will keep you. Why? Because you love God so much. You think about his mercy, and you say, hey, Lord, thank you for my husband. Thank you for my wife, and then I can get all I want and do it right. Amen? But we thank God for his presence today. We thank God for his mercy. We thank him for his deliverance. And, um, and it also says deliverance and healing. Um, as I said, it's not based on the mercy uh, of, of what we do, but on the mercy and kindness of God. God's loving kindness and God's um, covenant, covenant of joy. God is connected with you and with me. He has made a covenant with you through Jesus Christ. He made a covenant with me through Jesus Christ. And you know, Luke 1, 68 through 72, you know, it says that salvation came to Israel because God remembered his covenant with Abraham and that God was about to perform the mercy promise that was promised to Abraham. That's why we have that promise. Because he promised Abraham, amen, that he was going to send a savior, hallelujah, to deliver us from our sins. This is saying that salvation came to Israel because God Remember his covenant. Aren't you glad God remembered his covenant? How many good times do we make a covenant with somebody? Oh, I'm gonna be there. Oh, I'm gonna do this. Oh, I'm gonna do that. And then we break our covenant. Wait, you looking for them all day long? Wait. <laughs> I thought that was coming. We have to learn to keep our word. I heard. Uh, uh, <laughs> It was a, a, a minister on the Facebook, and he said, you know what? No, it was on TV, on one of the Christian channels. He said, you know what? Christians lie so much. He said, Christians need to stop learning how to lie. You need to stop learning to lie. Stop lying. Just stop lying. <laughs> I said, amen. Praise you, Jesus. He said, it goes on to say that the oath which he swore to our father Abraham to grant us that we be delivered from, from the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear. God wants to serve him without fear. When we wake up in the morning, oh my God, what's the day going to be like? We start, don't start off in the morning fearing. What's the day going to be like? Call them things not as though they were. And if it looked like it's going crazy, or it looked like it's going crooked, you say, in the mighty name of Jesus, I declare I'm going to have an amazing day. And every time something show up, you start using the authority that God has given you. He told us in Genesis, he said, take dominion over the earth. And then in Luke 10, 19, he said, behold, I give you, who's he talking about? He's talking about the Christians. Amen. I give you power to tread over serpents and scorpions. I give you power over all the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. When? When you use your authority. But if you don't use your authority, the devil will come in, can your mama, your daddy, your sister, your brother, auntie, uncle, come go on down and be a generational curse. A sickness, disease, cancer, divorce, or whatever. Huh? Somebody don't know who they are in Christ Jesus, and they ain't stopping him. And if you don't stop the devil, he ain't about to stop. But if you stop him, he has no choice. Amen. So we're going to stand on the word and see God work in our families. He promised that our family will be saved in Acts 16 31. I know you got some people in your family, like I got some people in my family. But you know what? I'm standing on the word of God, taking communion. Take communion daily. 
Amen. And start demanding and telling the devil, get off my family. Get off my husband. Get off my wife. Get off my children. Sometimes you got to tell them, get out of me too. Amen. Amen. Break the power of the devil. Say, hey, you got to go. We lose peace in this house. There's going to be peace in our home. We're going to get along. We're going to quit arguing, fussing, and fighting. Why? Because we got a covenant. Number one, with God. And then number three is if you're a Christian. And then number two, if you're married, with one another. Amen. Let us learn to love and enjoy our relationship. I thank God for Pastor. He's such a great husband. He is so wonderful. He's such a good hearted. Amen. He blesses me all the time. I thank you, honey. I thank you for being a good husband. You give me money. Amen. He's nice to me. He let me go and do stuff. He don't control me. I thank God for my husband. And so when you love one another, you can enjoy your relationship. Going on 29 years, y'all. Hey, but I give God for the glory for that. Amen. But hallelujah, we are in covenant with God. Remember, a covenant is, is an agreement between two people. So the next time somebody asks you something, don't lie. Because why? Tell them, look at your neighbor and say, you in covenant. We in covenant. So we got to tell the truth. Amen. Sometimes you just got to bite the bullet and just ask the Lord to fix the rest. <laughs> but don't lie. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Amen. We're going to stay in covenant with God. We're going to stay in covenant with, with him. And like he said, that he, uh, that uh, the Lord had, uh, he said, without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. God said that he wants us to serve him without fear. Tell your neighbor, don't serve God in fear. Say, so from now on, we're going to serve God without fear. In Jesus' name. Amen? Yes. It says, so we, we see mercy connected with covenant. Mercy is connected with covenant. Amen. Mercy is connected. God have mercy on us. Because he said, mm, 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 mm. Uh, if I don't give them some mercy, they all get to hell, and I won't get nobody to serve me. Amen. So we thank God that mercy is connected to covenant. This is within the covenant, there is mercy. We got to have mercy in the covenant. When you in a relationship with somebody, you need to have some mercy. Don't. Uh, I thought about uh, something that... Uh, I, I was taking some prominent, uh, some uh, prophetic classes, and, uh, and don't always be bopping folks all over the head with, 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 with your switch, with your stick, and I told you so thing. You know what I'm saying? But uh, Prophet Francina, she took me, she is so awesome and so annoying and so powerful. She was telling us uh, Saturday, she said she went to church, and as soon as she got to church, she said, she had a headache. She said, God, I got a headache. He said, uh, I'm going to show you why you got that headache. He said, look over at the door where people come in at the door. And she, she said, I'm going to open up your eyes. He opened up her eyes, and there was a demon with a hammer. Bop, and everybody on the head it came to church. Bop, bop, you got a headache. Bop, you got a headache. You got a headache. And she said, she said, when she seen that, she said, in the name of Jesus, I'm going to bop you back on the head. You take this headache back. She said, and the headache left. Well, you know, I, it was funny to me. But Sunday morning, I woke up with a headache. I thought about what she said. I said, that's that same stupid demon. I said, and you know what? I'm going to take that sledgehammer right off. Bop him back in the head and tell take this uh, headache. You take that, and I declare everything you're trying to send my way. I command it to boomerang back into your kingdom in Jesus' name. You know, we can be happy if we just walk in our authority. You know what I'm saying? Guess what? That, that headache, boom, it was gone right away Sunday. I mean, just soon, soon as it came, it left too. I told that devil, you take that back. So whenever you start feeling a certain way, you know the devil don't box you on the head. You better go bop him back. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Why? Because we ain't covered it with Jesus. He gave us power over the enemy. And if we sit up and let him beat us up, guess what? We'll be beat up. But if we say, I ain't taking my enough, this enough. Amen. Dr. Alfredo Riley, she got um, some of her um, shirts and um, I even bought a little makeup bag and said, enough is enough. You need to get enough of Satan's stuff, knowing that you're covered it with God. You don't have to be taking all of this stuff, sickness and disease coming in your family. But you got to make sure your heart is right, taking communion every day, walking in love. We just got through teaching on the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, meekness, faith, temperance, self-control, long-suffering. So when you go and you talk to people, are you talking to them kind and nice? And loving, if you're letting the fruits of the spirit shine, or you coming in there with attitude, and you just making everybody uh, the light visible, stop it in Jesus' name. Amen. Let us do what the Word of God said. Let us stay in covenant, and let us enjoy our life. I don't know about y'all, but I stay happy most of the time. Ain't too many, too too much that I don't be happy. Okay, not too, too many times that I'll be happy. You have to choose. I choose to be happy. Amen. Put that the devil and bills and this worry. You know, in Jesus' name, Jesus, tell him. Jesus said he supplied our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Guess what? Even when we mess up. How many of y'all don't mess up? I know I have before. I just ask the Lord to forgive me and just get back on it. And don't be sitting up there worrying about the Lord when I'm good. No, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for fixing this mess. You got to fix the sin mess. You know, fix all the other stuff, past, present, and future. We ain't coming. Tell your neighbor, I've been coming with Jesus. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So we see mercy is connected with covenant. Within the covenant, there is mercy, loving kindness, compassion, forgiveness, healing. Deliverance, amen, and redemption. Are we exhibiting these fruits that we see Jesus do for us? Are we exhibiting it in our families? Are we exhibiting it when we go different places? Can people really see the real love of God, the redemptive love, the forgiveness, amen, the compassion, the uh, loving kindness, amen? Amen. It's very important that we exhibit the fruits of the Spirit of the Lord so people know that we're real Christians. Some people I've seen before, I could tell. I could tell. I could tell he was real Christians. Amen. So, you want people to trust your word and things that you say, things you do? Live holy all the time. Don't be nice sometimes, and sometimes, you know, you ain't so nice. No. Ask the Lord to help you. I know sometimes if I get an attitude, I have to tell myself, uh-uh. In Jesus' name, get rid of that attitude, girl. In Jesus' name. That's not like Jesus. Amen. Sometimes you got to put your own self in check. Amen? Yes. It says, uh, Jesus was the promise and the fulfillment of the covenant. Jesus is the promise in the fulfillment of a covenant. See, I declare that God gives us revelation because we, we treat a covenant so lightly. When you see a man and a woman treat their marriage covenant so lightly, she runs over him. He runs over her. You just talk in your kind of way. You just do whatever you want to do. Then you're, you're, you're running over your covenant. It's supposed to be a covenant. It should be a, a, a love agreement between one another. Amen. I don't know nobody who ain't got no problems. Even the people who got good marriages. But because of the love of God, you show that love, that kindness, and that compassion. And it ain't got to be no marriage. Either. It can just be a family relationship. Let us uh, show that love that Jesus showed us as being the promise fulfilled. He came to redeem us from sin. Amen? It says, you can see that his ministry on earth was filled with the work of the covenant. In John 10, 31 through 38, it says, Jesus talked about 
the works that he was doing. He was healing the sick. Jesus, he casting out devils, doing the work of his father. And many of the Jews did not understand what was taking place. But he made it clear in this passage that these were the works of the Father. He made it clear that what he was doing was done, not on his own, but of the Father. What he, what he did was an expression of the Father by healing, delivering, amen, and uh, rescuing, thank you Jesus, and setting people free. He was not doing those things in his own power. He was doing them by the anointing and the power of the Spirit of God. He was fulfilling the covenant God, the Father, made with Abraham. God's mercy was being revealed through the works of Christ. And, and what did Christ do? What did Jesus do? It says healing the sick, casting out devils. He was raising the dead, cleansing the lepers, opening up the blinded eyes, unstopping the deaf ears, and loosing the dog's tongue. You know, it's so important that we know what God called us to do. Amen? Since God's mercy was being manifested through Jesus, God's mercy was the expression of love, loving kindness on Israel. His love in saving them, healing them, delivering them, and restoring them. You know, God came to save and set free to deliver whatever is going on. Start using your authority and say, in the name of Jesus, I refuse the plans of the enemy and I release the plan of God. Oh, I declare, uh, I bind up all this, this stuff that the devil doing and I lose the opposite good. Oh no, you ain't got no peace. Bind up the tormenting spirit and lose the peace of God. Amen? Jesus demonstrated to them, you know, his love. Amen. And to us, that he is the expression of God. Amen. Who is concerned about people who are hurting, who are sick, who are wounded, who are bleeding. Amen. And dying. Jesus was a visible manifestation of mercy. The mercy is action. Mercy in action. All because God's covenant with Abraham, this, uh, with, um, God's covenant with Abraham, this same manifestation of mercy now comes to you. God is on the inside of us, so guess what? God wants us to take the same mercy he gave to us and show to other people. Amen? Don't show them an ugly side. Show them the side of Jesus so that people will really know Jesus is in you. Jesus is in me. Jesus is in us. Amen? He came to the wounded, the dying, the hurting. Amen. Let us be the extension of, of God that Jesus showed. And let us be the extension that Jesus has showed us as an example. Amen? God is faithful to his covenant. Tell your neighbor, God is faithful to his covenant. Now, are you faithful to the covenant of God that you made with him when you said, Oh, Lord, I accept you as my Savior. Hallelujah. Are you being faithful? Amen. That's something we have to work on every day. Amen. Amen. God is faithful to his covenant. God cannot break covenant. 
I'm going to say that again. God cannot break covenant. So if he ain't breaking the covenant, who do you think breaking the covenant? Who we? Forgive us, Jesus. Amen. It is impossible for God to lie. He cannot go back on that, on his word. Amen. God could not lie. God is absolutely faithful and committed to his covenant. This is one of the central aspects of God. He is loyal to his people. Are you loyal? Are you loyal? Are you honest? Are you loving? Are you kind? Amen. These are things that we, we must practice with the strength and the power of God. The mind of Christ, the heart of God. Amen. He will not ever violate his covenant. He will, uh, he will uh, not betray his people. And, and how, I, why do we be doubting him when he's the one that can be trusted and we can't? Who are we? Amen. This is why we have to daily practice trust in the Lord with our whole heart and not lean on our own understanding. But in all our ways, let us acknowledge God. Amen. And he will direct our past. But we're talking about I'm confused. Why? Number one, quit saying that. Start to say, Lord, you know what? I'm trusting you to show me what to do. Well, he said in, in, in all your ways, if we acknowledge him, say, you know what, Lord, I got this problem. So you acknowledge him. And say, Lord, you know what? I thank you that you're giving me some wisdom and how to make the right decision. And then don't go run off and do what you want to do. Because you said, well, he said that, yes, I'm just going to go do it. No, get on your knees and pray. Stop it in Jesus' name. Stop letting the Lord lead you instead of you leading you. When we lead ourselves, me too. When I lead myself, I'll be up in trouble. But when I let the Holy Spirit lead me, guess what? It's peace. It's blessing. It's victory. And it'll be for you too if you allow the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you into all truth. We can trust and rely on God's covenant because he is committed to his promise. I'm going to say that again. We can trust and rely on God's covenant because he is committed to his promise. He's committed to you. He's committed to me. He's committed to us. Are we committed to each other? Or we go around and, you know, we get in a tight place and start lying. No. Burn up that lying spirit. Who's the spirit of truth? And say, Lord, we're going to practice telling the truth to you, number one, Lord, and then to one another. Amen? Hallelujah. I love my husband. Because sometimes he is so honest until, like, if he have to say something, he'll say, hey, man, such, 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 and such. You know? Where sometimes we as women be like, oh, man, I don't know if I can just say it like that. But I've been learning, I learned from him. Amen? Be honest. Say it. Don't lie. Hide. Amen? Hallelujah. And then the more you learn to trust God and trust one another, guess what? You'll build a strong foundation in your relationships. A marriage and even family, church members, a business. Build strong continuity of relationships. Amen? Don't be trying to uh, uh, build one on your own because it's full of lies and cheating and scamming and all of that. No, you got to do all of that. But if you know there's a crooked place in your heart where you keep doing that, find that up. Curse it at its roots. Command it to be removed and release the truth and the light on the inside of you so that you can be a happy and a nice and a kind and an honest person in Jesus' name. Amen? Yes. So we know that uh, uh, when God, it says, when a covenant is made, the person enacting the covenant would swear by someone higher than himself. 
This was so that if the covenant ever was broken, that person would be judged and held accountable uh, to the person higher than him. When God first established this covenant with Abraham, he swore by an oath. And since he couldn't, couldn't swear by any one higher, he swore by himself. That's how he know that covenant was going to be good. Amen? Some folks, you can't trust people covenant. But this is why, hey, start working on things now. So that you can be a loving, kind, honest person. You don't have to condign. Amen? If everybody start being honest, everything will be all right. But once you start lying, the other side person start lying, guess what? It's going to end up in a mess. And, you know, and it's hard to trust folks that lie. Amen? Hebrews 6 and 13 says, For when God made a promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself. So, when he made this, Abraham, this covenant with Abraham to bring us a promise, guess what? He swore by himself because he knew Abraham would have messed it up. Amen? And uh, you and me, we would have messed it up because we're perfect, but God is perfect. Jesus is perfect. And, uh, Sometimes people say, take care, take care. I go, uh-uh, I ain't gonna take care. I ain't gonna take care. Number one, God told me to cast my care. Cast me to throw, throw the cares on him. Amen? And then you throw the worries, throw the bills. Hey, and just go praising him all day long. Lord, I thank you for taking care of my bills. God, I thank you for taking care of my husband. God, I thank you for taking care of my wife. God, I thank you for taking care of my children. Thank you for taking care of my family. We got to stand on the word of God. And thank God. Just thank him all day. Thank him all day. Because he's a covenant-keeping God. He'll keep his covenant. He said he'll take care of you. He said he'll take care of me. He said he will take care of us. Now, do we trust him or not? If you don't trust him, you're going to go around worrying all day. Oh, Lord, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? That's the problem. You. How you think you going to do it? You have to trust God. Let him do it. So start singing. Start worshiping. Start thanking him. The song that I play, hey, play it over again. Amen? And start giving thanks to the Lord. Just keep thanking him when stuff, even things look even more crazier. Just start thinking, so Lord, I thank you. I don't know how that's going to get done, but I thank you it's going to get done. Why? Because you promised, and you're trustworthy. I'm in covenant with you. we got to know that covenant really means something. Most people don't think covenant means nothing. That's why most marriages don't mean nothing to people. They lie, cheat, steal, deny, and then they say they married. They ain't no marriage. That's not even a relationship, even friendship. You want the Bible said if you want friends, you gotta first show yourself friendly. So you need to start being a good friend. Be an honest friend. Be like you want somebody to be to you. Amen. You look around and you ain't got no friends, it might be because you're not a good friend. Ooh, we let us change. We all can. We all are working on us, but we gonna stay in that same place talking about God working on me. And you still ain't moved from the last time. Ooh, we, hallelujah. I don't know about y'all, but I'm working on myself. Yes. Hallelujah. So God swore by himself. Because he knew mm. he could trust himself. <laughs> Not to mess it up. Hallelujah. Cast up cares on and people say, oh, take care. So mm -hmm. I might mess it up. I'm going to let God take care of me. And you even doing a good job. So let him do it. Amen. It says, God is higher. There is no greater than him. This means we also absolutely must trust him, rely upon him, depend upon him, and, and upon our covenant with him. God cannot lie. Ask your neighbor, do you trust him? Do you trust him? Facebook family, do you trust him? Do y'all trust him? 
Yes. We trust you, Daddy God. Amen. He will remain faithful to his word and his covenant of mercy by Jesus coming to earth and bringing salvation and deliverance. We see the personified personification of God's faithfulness. Amen? From the time of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, amen, through Moses, David, and the prophets, God had promised to send a deliverer. His name was who? Jesus! Amen. Call his name. Don't sound like you're scared to say his name. Jesus. Amen. For he will save his people what? From their what? Sins. Matthew 1 and 21. It says that is why in the Gospels we are people. Approach Jesus with their issues. Saying, Son of David, have mercy on me. They understood that when the Messiah, the son of David, came, he would extend God's mercy to Israel. And we see that in the prophecy of Zechariah, that he poured, that he pointed, Zechariah was declaring that the Messiah has come and Israel will see through Jesus the greater manifestations of God, faithfulness, mercy, and even though no ever known to man, salvation has what uh, was the manifestation of eternal uh, salvation and eternal redemption. So not only would he perform miracles for Israel, but he also ensured their eternal redemption, salvation, forgiveness, and bring them into the kingdom of God. You know, to have eternal salvation is, is awesome. Amen. Not only will he save us and bless us, and redeem us here on earth, but that He will save us eternally, so that we can be saved, we can can uh, live forever and ever and ever. Amen. That is a true, true blessing. I'm going to finish this, and I'm going to close it down. This is mercy comes to the Gentiles. Amen. Is it contrary to what we may realize? Jesus was not a minister to everyone. His primary purpose was to fulfill God's covenant promises made to Abraham and to Israel to confirm them and to fulfill them, to extend mercy to Israel, to save the remnant. Amen. We were the remnant. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Came back up, said Jeremiah 31. 31 through 34 says, I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Amen. Not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. My covenant which they broke through I was I, though I was a husband to them, says the Lord, but this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And uh, it says, says the Lord, I will put my law in their minds. Lord, thank you. We just declare that God has put his law in our minds, our children's minds. Uh, and our generations, that he's putting his law in our minds, is the word of God says to me. He says, I will write 
it on their hearts. Thank you, Lord, that you're writing your word on our hearts. So every time sin comes up, we will remember what the Lord said and what he did. He wrote it on our minds. He wrote it on our hearts. Amen. He says that I will be their God and they shall be my people. No more shall every man teach his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they all shall know me. Thank you, Lord. I declare that we all know you. Special way. It says, From the least of them to the greatest of them, says the Lord, for I will forgive their iniquities and their sins. I will remember no Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand and thank Him for His redemption. That He loves us. We in covenant. Amen. Whether we be good or bad. Of course, He wants us to be good. And the thing is, is we want to stay in fellowship with God. Because when we sin, He's still our Father. But, you know, you know how you feel when you know you have crosswords with somebody and you try to talk to them, it just don't feel right. Why? Because you need to repent. And we need to repent to God or we need to repent to others. And then once you do, then the conversation just flows, right? And we want to stay in good fellowship with God and with one another. Amen. So we thank him for the covenant that he made, that he loves us. And a lot of times uh, when we break covenant, even though he said he prayed on the just as well as the unjust, I don't want to miss and miss get blessings. I want my blessings constantly flowing. Amen. So I got to keep the sin out of my life. And when I mess up, I'm going to ask the Lord to forgive me. And you too. Amen. Hallelujah. So, hallelujah. There may be someone who never accepted the Lord as their Savior. Uh, and you want to be saved. You want to be into the kingdom of God. You want to be in covenant with God so that you know you got your back. He'll help you pay your bills and help uh, your, protect your family and bless your family and bring peace in your marriage and bring love in there so that you can enjoy him. So those of you who want to accept the Lord Jesus Christ, I think you fail that and you just need to get a refresh or be refreshed with the Lord. Just please repeat after me. Close your eyes, bow your head, lift your hands and say, Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me for all my sins. Blot out all those transgressions and receive me. If you're a man, say as your son. And if you're a woman, say as your daughter. Into the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name. Lord, give us wisdom and revelation knowledge. Uh, strengthen us. Heal us, Lord, where we hurt. Where broken hearts and broken marriages and, and broken uh, relationships are. Bring healing and deliverance, Lord. Cause us to be one. Cause us to walk in unity, harmony, and peace. Cause us to walk in victory. Bless our finances. Bless the house, Lord God. That we declare that there will be nothing missing like our broken. And Father, whatever it is, help us to fulfill the divine call and covenant that is uh, that you have assigned us to in Jesus' name. And stay in covenant with the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, if you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Come on and give you some praise. Hallelujah! Get in the covenant. Stay strong in the Lord and power of His might. If you're in the city of Glenn, come join Royal Priesthood Ministries where Pastor Harold and Sherry Britton are the pastors. Hey, we will teach you the ways of God so that. Wasn't that an awesome teaching from the Word of God? Join us every Sunday morning in the sanctuary at 2518 Delaware Avenue, Flint, Michigan, 48506. Sunday school is at 10 a.m. Sunday morning worship service at 11.30 a.m. Wednesday prayer is at 6 to 7 p.m. and Wednesday Bible study at 7 to 8 p.m. all Eastern Standard Time. You can visit us on Facebook under Royal Priesthood Ministries. You can watch us on Roku, The Fire Stick, Apple TV, Facebook, YouTube, and Cross TV under the Five Fold Network. You can also listen to us on iTunes and Google Play Podcasts under the Five Fold Network. You can also call us at 810-424-1503. To give a donation, you can cash app us at $7HWB. God bless you, and we will see you next time.